This is Hustle and Pro with Kelly Walker. Join Kelly as she talks sports with players, coaches, organizers, and entrepreneurs from Wee League to Pro. Now here's your host, Kelly Walker. Today on Hustle and Pro, we're talking to Coach Craig Calloway. Coach Craig has been involved in cheerleading and has actually traveled around the world because of it, so we're going to learn a little bit about that, but we're also going to learn about competitive cheerleading versus the recreational quote-unquote sideline cheer, and we're going to learn about the landscape of cheer as it sits here in Frisco, Texas. Before we jump into Craig's story, let's do a few quick hits to get to know Craig a little bit better. So welcome, Coach Craig, and are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Okay. All-time favorite athlete? Kurt Thomas. Favorite team? That's a loaded question there. Lots of different sports. I'd probably go with the, the Mighty Ducks just because of the movie and the whole story. Favorite sport to watch? Gymnastics and soccer. Favorite sport to play? Um, I love soccer. I got to coach my kids. I wouldn't play it because those guys would take my knee out and then I can't coach. How about the farthest distance you've traveled for sports? Um, That would be South Korea, Taiwan, or Japan. I've been to all the, actually, yeah, all those four cheerleading. I have seen pictures of you around the world. And I didn't know uh, all those different places, so I was anxious to hear your answer. And you aren't always, you're not always standing on two feet, are you? My souvenirs are my poster pics. I used to have posters of me stunning around the world. And if I don't have somebody to stunt with, then I do one-arm handstands. I, <laughs> I knew you weren't on two feet. All right, tell me a little bit about your journey uh, through, through sports, but cheerleading specifically, and, and coaching. I was in high school, got asked to do gymnastics and after a year got recruited to cheer small town never seen a guy cheerleader in my life two guys were going to do it before me and you know the stereotype stereotype i was concerned with and uh, one of them was a black belt and the other one was a beast he was huge and a little later another buddy of mine and he was in great shape they got me for my tumbling we got made fun of and then the football team showed up at smu summer camp and there were 1500 girls and 22 guys and they just said you're the smartest guys in the school we got back to school and it was um if anybody tried to make fun of us they had to go through the football team we did our first performance at a pep rally and everyone was hooked they wouldn't call us cheerleaders they called us yellmen um and then didn't really know how to get into college cheerleading and i took uh, an all-star team to camp and got recruited by none other than Baby Bop from Barney the Dinosaur, a guy by the name of Jeff Ayers. He was the mascot instructor at the camps. He was the mascot at Trinity Valley Community College. Uh, They call him Big Red and um, amazing guy. Uh, I owe him a lot. Um, Went to the college um, two years, got second place at nationals the first year, got first place at nationals the second year moved on to Oklahoma State University, got second at nationals the following year, got first at nationals. I wanted to move to Japan and teach English and see that side of the world after I graduated. I choreographed my first big routine and uh, stunts and 
everybody loved it. They were asking who I was, and I was like, okay, so I guess I'm gonna ride this wave, and I've been coaching ever since. Um, a friend of mine hooked me up with a team in England. I traveled out there for about 12 years, um, and then uh, I was speaking, I've spoken at coaches conferences all over the country, teaching coaches how to coach the tumbling, spot the tumbling, all the different aspects of cheerleading met some uh, coaches from a gym in uh, Canada, Abbotsford, Canada, which is over by Vancouver. I got to perform in Japan and Taiwan because we won nationals with Oklahoma State. It was two weeks. We taught and performed. We were treated like rock stars. It was amazing. Um, so I did get to see Asia there. The South Korean Cheerleading Association heard about me, wined and dined me, asked me to move to Korea and um, they asked me to move to Korea and help them build up cheerleading. And I seriously considered it, but the triplets were just born. That's, so that's what I was going to say. We is, backed out of it. How'd you end up here? And I know you have, you know, you have a family here in the Frisco area. So how, how did you end up here? Or my real question is, what do you, what have you seen as far as Frisco's growth in this sport of cheerleading? We moved out here uh, for coaching. Uh, I've been born and raised in Texas, grew up in the Mansfield-Arlington area. I was living in Rockwall and um, coaching, and we wanted the triplets to go to school out in this area, and um, that was one of our plans, but uh, I was approached by Fieldhouse USA to open um, a, a tumbling gym, and I did that for four and a half years. And then we finally moved up here, and this is what was it? We opened that in 2010, and so been here since. Love the area. What's the growth you've seen since 2010? It's exponentially huge when you look at how many high schools they've built, how many junior highs to feed into those. Um, as far as this industry goes, it's it is very huge. Um, my goal, I would love to get involved with the Frisco school systems to help train because um, you they've been under the fine arts department. UIL finally put cheerleading as a competition. I'm hoping they're going to get more exposure and um, I guess more help, um, but a lot of times the coaches are volunteers uh, with not, without the background. And I've offered my services before, they thought it was a great idea and never followed up with it. Tell, tell the audience a little bit about the rec side of cheer versus the competitive world of cheerleading. I mean, there are huge differences. What does that mean when people say rec cheer, competitive cheer? You've got recreational cheer, which is basically your FFL, your Frisco Football League cheerleaders, um, which are typically parents coaching them. Whether they have a background in cheerleading or not is probably the flip of a coin. Then it uh, goes up to junior high. We're in the middle of cheer tryout season right now, but uh, the kids will try out in March at, for junior high and high school. and. Um, it's it's sideline cheer. They're there to support the teams. There are competitions. The UIL competition is very sideline oriented. I do like the direction it's going. More and more schools are getting involved in that. Competition cheer is like a gymnastics club. Um, you own a gym. You have kids that compete for your gym and represent your gym. Disney's busiest time of year is during the cheer competitions and um, they went and built a facility specifically for the cheer competitions at, uh, I can't remember, was it ES, 
I think it's the Wide World of Sports Complex. They've got one in there and it's specifically for the cheerleaders. It's a huge industry. One of the companies sold recently for $2.5 billion. The competition cheerleading is going to be in the, I believe the next Olympics. And it's, I'm curious to see how it works. Competition cheerleaders don't cheer. They don't say a word. The routine's entirely to music. The IASF, uh, International All-Star Federation uh, is, bringing all the different countries together. What ages are kids getting into cheerleading? Um, and then when they're getting into it, what's the path? What does it look like as they're going into high school? And then what's the path after that? As far as school's concerned, they try out in sixth grade for their seventh grade year, and that continues all the way through high school. As far as competitive cheer, they have youth teams. Uh, gosh, I've seen kids in baby strollers with a pacifier in their mouth with a uniform on, and they do compete. Um, I, I wanna say three to five years old is when they'll start them. And as far as continuing on, there are colleges that offer up to full rides for cheerleading scholarships. Um, I have four brothers and I was the cheapest of the five of us, and I did get some scholarships in college. I think when most people picture an athlete, they don't automatically picture a cheerleader. Are cheerleaders athletes? There was a study done on cheerleaders. They did research on high school cheerleaders and competition cheerleaders. And the, what they found out were several things. I'm pulling this off the top of my head, but one, it was hard just to get them to show up to the research. Two, the high school cheerleaders were not in as strong of shape the competition cheerleaders were in Olympic level shape. You'll see guys and girls just ripped muscles, six packs, yeah. um, incredible shape. They're practicing three times a week, two to three hours of practice. Uh, my son was an elite gymnast. He was practice, practicing six days a week, up to six hours a day. So these kids work hard, no question about it. Right, I mean the strength that they have to have to pull off the skills that they pull off and the the dedication, the work ethic, you don't get to the high levels of competitive cheer, especially without having skill and being athletic, in my opinion. I've had, uh, when I had competi competition teams, when I had competition teams in Oklahoma, I had some of the top football players, baseball players, wrestlers, basketball players, and all of them said that it was harder than their sports. Not to mention, it's one thing to bench press a bar with weights on it. It's another thing to bench press a girl with attitude, and it's also balancing. You own and run the, a gym here in Frisco called Tumble and Stunt, as we mentioned. Um, what skills are you building here? Who do you work with here? Who's your, your clientele? We coach, at the, at the Tumble and Stunt Institute, we coach kids from six and up. Um, we work on tumbling, their jump skills, uh, we work on stunting. Um, our classes are typically tumbling. We have cheerleaders, dancers, gymnasts, martial artists. I had a girl coming in here with a bow staff learning to flip with it in her hands. Um, we've got boys and guys that come in to learn the break dancing, flipping and tricking, and um, some just want to learn party tricks, how to run up a wall and do a backflip off of it. As far as the stunning goes, uh, I, I said previously that uh, the schools, the coaches aren't necessarily 
trained well. It's a volunteer basis. So they'll come into us and we'll teach them how to train properly and safely and teach them as many skills as possible that they can use on the sidelines um, without getting anybody injured. Um, we also have our co-ed stunt class and we train kids to prepare them for college cheer tryouts. We'll start them freshman, sophomore year are the smarter ones and they'll go to these colleges which will have clinics um, to pre prepare them for tryouts. And so we get the kids ready for that. We'll talk them through everything they need to know, how they act, how they dress, uh, the stunting and um, like I said, freshmen, sophomore, junior, seniors, to get them into those colleges. Some of them don't know where they want to go to college. Some of them can't afford to go to college. So it depends on their background on where we'll help them. Some of them, the families already picked the college before they were born, so that's an easier one. What types of um, positives do you see that can come out um, of your kiddo being a cheerleader? Lots of positives. Uh, one, just working with working well with a group and playing well with others. Um, we get kids that come in here that are extremely shy and have a hard time projecting themselves, uh, especially in a group. And with being a cheerleader, all eyes are on them and they've got to be loud out there in front of them. So it's fun breaking them out of their shells and helping build that confidence. Um, I used to get um, contacted by sales companies um, because I put up a flag that I was a cheerleader and they wanted that cheerleader personality in sales in management and so it it is a big deal as far as that goes the athleticism the discipline that is involved in it um, helping the kids push towards that healthy body, um, strength, flexibility, balance, carries over later. I've been coaching for 34 years and I love seeing my old students doing fitness competitions, doing CrossFit competitions, um, cross country cycling and yoga and who knows what else. A lot of them own their own gyms, fitness gyms, cheerleading gyms, gymnastics gyms. So it does stick with them and it, it gives them a good direction. I also think cheerleaders are leaders at their school. They're given the opportunity to help with the incoming students and really guide them. Maybe it's their tour guides on orientations or things like that. So I think leadership skills is also a big part of it. It teaches them that they're um, a representative for their school and not just for you know one sport, one season. It's, it's all year, all the time. Besides cheerleaders specifically, are you working with other types of athletes? Probably the biggest next to that would be dancers. Um, the dance industry in Frisco is amazing. The schools have dance teams and you can see the traditional kick line. You can see the palm like you see on the semi-pro teams, the pro teams. Um, and not to mention, we're right here in the heart of Texas with the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders and the Dallas Mavericks. And uh, presently we have uh, two Mavericks dancers and three Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders coming in and helping prepare our kids and get them ready for their school cheer tryouts. But on the dance side, we get a lot of dancers that come in and work with them 
wanting to become Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, Dallas Mavericks dancers. Um, the biggest thing we get is those kids wanting the acrobatic skills. Typically a dance studio only has a few mats on a wood floor and limited space. Nothing against them, no disrespect against them at all, but uh, we've got a better atmosphere for it. So we're teaching them the aerials, the no-handed car wheel, we're teaching them the walkovers. And on occasion, I get kids coming in with some crazy YouTube video, and I have to just watch it over and over again and figure out what the heck we're doing, and then reverse engineer it and teach it to them. So it's a lot of fun on my part with the change of pace there. But uh, yeah, the dancers are probably, we, with the dancers, we're very highly involved. For people who want to find out more about what you're doing here at Tumble and Stunt, how can they find you and follow you? You can find us on the internet at www.tumbleandstunt.com, spell out and. Um, we're on Facebook. We're also on Instagram, tumbleandstunt underscore. And our physical location is 15222 King Road, Suite 601. And we're in Frisco on the border of Little Elm. Very good. Well, Coach Craig, I call you Coach Craig because you've, you've been Coach Craig uh, to my daughter for several years now. Thank you for taking the time and sitting down with me and also just personally for giving confidence to my child and so many other young athletes and ladies in Frisco. Thank you. Thank you very much.